Hello and welcome to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, Tanzor. Uh, Bronzor? Yeah. Okay. AKA Tanner Greenring. And I am joined, as always, by my co host, Miss Magiosh. Miss Magius? Miss Mad Miss Magius? Miss Magius? I don't know how you would pronounce that. It's it's a new That's a mess. It's a new evolution of Mistrevious. Did Mistrevious didn't previously had have an evolution, right? No. This is a new one? Yeah. Still sucks. Still looks like shit. <laughs> it looks a little better. I mean, you're look at what you're working with. Mistrevious is a fucking mess. It's just such a wreck. <laughs> at least Miss Magius is like a witch. What's the thing in its throat? It's got like a tumor or something. You see that? A goiter. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little rough. Ugh. I don't like it. No, I don't like it either. I don't like the line. I don't like the line at all, Josh. Welcome to the show. That's a pass from us. Josh, welcome to the show, Bug Catchers. This is a Pokemon podcast. Every week we play week by week, gym by gym. Right now we're in season four playing Pokemon Platinum, both of us. Yeah, that's right. I discovered this week in my research that... Playing Pokemon Platinum finally has started to pay off in interesting ways. Yeah. For instance, Rotom, unavailable in Diamond and Pearl until you get the National Pokedex, but we had a chance to catch Rotom this week. Yeah. Pretty significant change. Where was that? Old Chateau? Yeah, an Old Chateau. There were actually multiple big changes like that, because we get Eevee, which you normally don't get this early. Yeah. What's the fifth gym in Diamond and Pearl? Uh, is the third gym for us, Fantina. Fantina. Our Diamond and Pearl Pearlies all faced off against Crasher Wake. What's he? Water. I would have killed to do water this week. <laughs> you ghost sucked. Not getting uh not getting an easy hand with the gym leaders for your no. buds. Of just a bunch of normal dudes <laughs> going up against the ghosts. Ghosts? Hell no. Yeah. We ended our journey last week in um, Eterna City. Eterna. Eterna City. Facing off against the gym leader there. Gardenia. Gardenia. She gave us cut. We can finally get through the little trees. We can finally get into the, the building at the north of town, which is the Team Galactic building. Yeah. To rescue our friend, Mr. Bikeman. Rad Rickshaw. Isn't that his Rad name? Rad Rickshaw. Yeah. Is that his name or it's that's something. his business? Well, he's he doesn't sell rickshaws. He, sells, he doesn't have rickshaws anyway. He sells bikes. So... Yeah, Rad Rickshaw is his name. That's a cool name. That is a cool name. Bring him along for your road trip. Oh, he he can't. Rad Rickshaw. He told me he can't go. Oh, okay, you asked. He asked well, his mom, and his mom said no. Yeah, you all were looking a little too randy. God, I would like get this tattooed on me. Look at this cool-ass graphic on Rad Rickshaw's Bulbapedia page. There's a graphic from the manga of Rad Rickshaw, I assume, Rowan... And I'm guessing that's Dawn. Yeah. And they have Clefairies and a Chincho and a Dunsparce. And like Rad Rickshaw's in the back just like ready to go. Is he a main character in the manga? That's what this implies in Pokemon Adventures. (laughs) It's cool. This guy's cool. Give him a chance. He's got two Clefairies. Rad Rickshaw owns two Clefairy named Cliff and Cliffette. (laughs) I'm just so interested in the life of Rad Rickshaw. What an interesting character. I want to learn so much more about him. Why weren't we told more? Yeah. Why, am I, why do I have to discover this on Bulbapedia? Rad Rickshaw was robbed. Bring me into your world. He's like a footnote in Platinum. 
I know. When his Bulbapedia page makes him look like a chapter. We went into Team Galactic's building here that they've that they've taken over. Yeah. It's sort of like a computer mainframe. Like, they got a lot of, like, servers running. Yeah, this is a server farm. I don't think they ever say quite what they're doing here. We just know that they are hunting for as much energy as possible. Oh, yeah. They do say why they want it. And once again, I found myself agreeing with the nemeses. That it's a good idea. Because, like, one of them said something that was like, we're going to capture all the energy and use it to, like, end world hunger or something along those lines. I, I don't think it's that. It says here at the top of the Bulbapedia page, Team Galactic is a villainous team in Sinnoh. Unlike previous villainous teams, their goal is not limited to the Pokemon world, but is the recreation of the entire Pokemon universe. Okay. That seems ambitious. Yeah. And what I don't get what the end game is. So that's why they're scouting out where God and Satan are from right Arceus and Giratina make their own god insane dial gun anyway I'm in I'm into them I think they're cool you think that's a good idea well it's like the opposite of Thanos right this is the problem with Thanos is like instead of snapping your fingers and eliminating half of the resource users why not snap your fingers and double the resources and that's what Team Galactic is doing well when you put it that way they're saying like here's twice as many resources for all of us to consume and that's good. That sounds good, unless it's like for us to consume and not any of you. Well, someone needs to be the the like arbiter. Someone needs to dole this stuff out, you know? Or you'd just be anarchy. Right. So it may as well be Team Galactic. Why not Team Galactic? Right. Okay. Exactly. Well, you, you convinced me. Coming around on these guys. Yeah, maybe Team Galactic's good. And then once again, there's a boss Galactic here who has a... Uh, planet name oh jupiter commander jupiter previously ran into mars and charon yeah and now we've got commander jupiter and i can't quite remember what pokemon she had but it was a disgusting skuntank and a zubat right you texted me a picture of skuntank it's like not neutered and it's you can tell josh sent me a picture last week of himself facing off against jupiter's skuntank and it's presenting yeah it's genitals and it's got big pendulous genitals just in the sprite this isn't even like in the sprite a google search this is just happening in the game it's gross yeah why is that allowed i don't know like there's clearly balls in that picture absolutely i don't see any other way around it Ugh. Ugh. can you imagine having a skun tank on your team like how do you live with yourself uh, defeat Team Galactic here, and they fuck off, and the building is empty. And you save Rad Rickshaw, and he heads back to the bike store and says, come on by, I'll give you a bike. Yeah. So you do, and you go back to Rad Rickshaw's store. He's got a bike waiting for you. The bikes in this game are rad. It's right there in the name, yeah. You no longer have to choose between an acro bike and a mock bike. Yeah. Now you've got one bike that does it all. To rule them all. And then, confusingly, everyone keeps kind of referring to the gears differently. Like, you talk to someone, and he's like, kick it up to third gear to, like, really tear up the road. And then later on, you're you're going through the routes, like Route 208, and one guy's like, you're going to have to put it in fourth gear to get up that muddy hill. Right. And it's like, I only have two gears, slow and fast. 
Where where is third and fourth gear on this thing? I think I found the third gear because I did manage to get up the like mudslide. But right. over on like Route two oh seven or eight, I think, west of Hardhome, that has like stones that go way up. Hearthome. Hearthome? Hearthome. 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 I'm not saying there's no way that that's what it is. Pronounce this word. Hearthome. H E R T H. Hearth. And then pronounce this word. O M E. Hearthome. West of Hearthome City. That sounds right. Yeah, Hearthome. Yeah, Hearthome. Hearthome, Hearthome City. Yeah. I don't know. Hearthome. Uh, you're pronouncing Orb- the Arboro? Om too much. Orboro and Hearthome. <laughs> Hearthome. <laughs> Hearthome. Hearthome. Is where the heart is. I don't know. Uh-huh. Hearthome. I, I lost the train of thought. Anyway, there's yeah. a pile of rocks I couldn't figure out how to get up. You're supposed to smash them with rock smash. No, it's like going up the side of a hill. Oh, I saw those. Which implies that you can bounce you up can ba- it. You can do the jumpy thing, but I couldn't figure out how to do the jumpy thing. I can't figure that out. I don't know if we have access to that yet. We might. Need Maybe that's going to of... be an upgrade. Team Galactic Building done. Bike acquired. Back to... Eterna City. Yeah, now that we have cut, there's a few other areas we can open up. To the north of Eterna Forest, there was like a little house, and we can get through some trees up there and go inside, and it turns out it's a haunted house. It's very haunted. It's full of haunters and ghastlies and shit. There's also the like ghost butler and a ghost girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who wander around in certain parts, but you can never interact with them. That's spooky. God, if I was a kid playing that at night, that would freak my bean. Yeah, it's got spooky music. Yeah. old chateau is pretty cool you don't even have to do it i think we we talked about this at the beginning but here's where where platinum kind of diverges is there's a certain pokemon you can catch in old chateau i kind of got that the implication was that old chateau is not actually haunted it's just this pokemon possessing things right because this pokemon has the ability to possess things the pokemon is called rotom who's this like little electric guy. Yeah. And he can take over electric objects and make them him. Yeah, and there's like a flickering TV in there. Yeah, I took a look at Rotom and I was like, dang, this is looking like a buddy. This is looking like a drinking buddy. Now he looks like a rascal who would be fun to go out with. And he's not, he's like a, he's like a ball Pokemon. Yeah. But then he's got like these other things he turns into, like washing machine Rotom, who's definitely a bud. He's definitely a drinking buddy. <laughs> so, and you recognize that you just described him as a washing machine? No, I know. He looks like a human and he looks like a washing machine, but he's like a man with feet and arms and no tail. Well, it's kind of got like a pipe coming out of the back of it, like a tail. Yeah, that's his, that's his genitals. I, <laughs> I mean, honestly... Rotom looks more like a human than a lot of the Pokemon, the friends in your road trip. So, like, I don't know. 
I didn't catch I him. I guess I buy it. I didn't. I didn't catch him. I just killed him because I didn't. I didn't have a choice. You know. Yeah, I don't have any. Bree Van Der doesn't have any clients who are interested in a, a haunted washing machine. Electric water is pretty interesting. Yeah, these possession forms of Rotom are pretty interesting. Yeah, it would be fun to run it sometime. I'm sure there are like whole builds people have come up with for this thing. I don't I don't really know how he works. I didn't catch him. I just went to his Bulbapedia page to see if he was human like and because he wasn't I didn't catch him, but like how do you transform him into how do you possess these things? In this case, actually the reason why they must have moved it up because in Team Galactic building in Eternity, it's got a room with a bunch of appliances that it can inhabit to what end rotom's room if i want to make him an electric water can i turn him into wash rotom and just keep him like that for the rest of the game oh yeah that's cool and then you can just change it by going back to that room that's and there's cool. one in like sylphco and the other games i want that well how does it not count that he's a man well because look at him a lot of them are um a lawnmower and a fan hard to make an argument for those to be people yeah, but I think. What about washing machine? <laughs> yeah. Washing machine is the most human one. <laughs> washing machine Rotom does not have his own page, so I can't get. You want to? He's just countered as Rotom specifically if that one is a humanoid. Yeah. <laughs> he's got levitate. That's a good ability. Yeah, because then ground moves can't hit it either. Golly, I wish I could run a Rotom. Is Rotom good? Um, it, it's got decent stats. I think I'm into it. And I know, like, in later games, like, Rotom becomes your, like, assistant, right? Yeah, your Pokedex is a Rotom in Sword and Shield. That's cool. And I hope that's not under duress. You think they're being forced into the Pokedex? Well, are they being mass-produced? Right, and is that a, is it a ghost? Like, is that someone's soul? I think so. It's so tricky. I mean, it starts off as electric ghost. Right. There's a note in here. In Old Chateau, it's all broken up, but I looked it up on Bulbapedia. Bulbapedia heavy episode here. I was riding that Bulba this week. I guess this is a Joshi's Fun Facty. So there's a note that apparently says something so peculiar should make off with the motor. So it implies that this ghost was haunting the old chateau and then it possessed the, the gear uh, lawnmower or whatever and then the yeah. TV, i guess the tv i don't know why you would end in the tv unless it can watch shows maybe that's what it's doing it can be in shows yeah that's cool you also get the old gateau here which is uh gateau means cake in french mm. and this was like i think it means house in french chateau means house manor gateau gateau did you get this old cake yeah that was apparently because like the main translator knob agasawara he had more control over the localization starting in gen 3 and so he thought it would be funny that it was old chateau and then it's got the old gato in it but it's just a, it's, it's just a healing thing right yeah it restores all of your stats to normal but so does so does uh it's like heal. full heal except it does yeah. confusion as well so it's better oh okay but i don't know how to get more of them but there's only one of them Right. Where's the recipe? Probably uh, Rotom brought it, brought it to the grave with him. <laughs> we'll never find it. Whoops. So defeat Old Chateau, yeah. and now we're Just back. burn it to the ground. In uh, Everlife City. <laughs> City. And we've got a bike. We've got a bike now. Yeah. So we can head south to the cycling road, which 
is mercifully much, much, much shorter than previous cycling roads. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you just kind of zip down it. You, you run into some bad guys. It's so straightforward. There's like an underpath. Yeah. Like an, an underpass, which is like all hikers and, and grass, and you can go down there if you want. Isn't but... that also one of the entrances to the Wayward Cave? Oh, I don't think I saw an entrance to Wayward Cave down there. But halfway down Cycling Road, there's like a little outhouse, like a little rest stop. And inside, there's one of Rowan's aides. Oh, yeah. And he says, welcome. Let me count how many Pokemon you've caught or seen. Yeah, they changed it to seen, thank God. I think it was 44 think it was so, 46 for me but he gave me a handy little piece of gear called the experience share a pokemon podcast it's the name of this pokemon podcast yeah great love how early you get it now love how early you get it love that it's like the good version of experience share it's a held item yeah i loved it i thought uh, you know i i i'm loving everything about this game so far the the yeah. cool new bike the fact that you get experience share so early and then Someone pulls you aside and they're like, oh, it's Dawn, I think. Like, they stop you and they're like, oh, you got the Poketch, huh? Yeah. Let me install an app on it. It's called the Dowsing Machine. You get the Versus Seeker, too. Oh, yeah, you get Versus. God, what a what a fucking, like, like powerful leg really? of Pokemon this is. Upgrade. You get all this shit. Jesus. You get Versus Seeker, you get Experience Share, and you get the Dowsing Machine, which is what they call Item Finder now. Yeah. It's a Poketch app, so it lives on your bottom screen, and it's like a little radar. And when you're close to hidden objects, it like blinks and makes sounds at you. And that's like a huge upgrade from how Item Finder has previously worked. Powerfully. Where you had upgrade. to like assign it to your select button and then like randomly use it and then it just beeps. Right. Now you could just look at the screen and it's just up. This is a huge upgrade. Huge upgrade. Pokecatch Company is rising in my ranks of corporate powerhouses in the Pokeverse. Yeah. I mean, versus Seeker, that's always a hit. Rebattle people. I loved the notepad for dunking on you, but like this dowsing machine, Poketch, you got it. Yeah. You know what, Josh? I went to the old chateau. No one made me put on stupid goggles to see the ghosts. <laughs> yeah. I could just see them. Is that the Poketch company at work too? It never even came up. Don't you think that they have like, it's still Devon? Like the Devon scope? No, I think that's in Poketch. They operate in these regions. I think that's built into the Poketch. I thought that was Devon Corp technology. I think they got an API. I think they got an API in the Poketch that taps into the Devon Corp tech. And now you can see ghosts. And it's like, you don't even have to worry about it. It's not a conversation. It's not like, oh, you know, you need special goggles to see ghosts. Yeah. No, you don't. You can just see ghosts now. Poketch is starting to sound pretty innovative. Number one. You're putting them at number one now? Yep. Yep. You're making that call now? Yep. I'm still Devon Corp, ride or die. They made the sneakers. And they had the scope technology, the superior scope technology that Poketch is ripping off. Well, they, they licensed it. They make the like mass-produced products that like They're the Apple. everyone needs. Yeah. You know? Poketch is like Microsoft, and uh, Devon is like Apple. I'll take that. Yeah. Well, where is this leaving Silfco? I mean, things are starting to look really bad for Silfco. It's like Linux. <laughs> anyway, so you you get all this gear on your way down. Wayward Cave is pretty annoying. It's like a maze. Yeah, and you have to use Flash in it. But they they do the thing this game too, where it's like technically. <laughs> You could probably get by without using Flash, right? Yeah, it's got a little ring of light. Right. But I did uh, teach Flash to a trash Pokemon. Taught it to my Cricktoon, my HM friend. 
Um, Jiminy. I think I taught it to Cricketot. Whoever it is, they're in a box now. <laughs> uh, Flash has a, got a downgrade to a TM in this one, but... Uh, Good. Yeah, who gives a shit? It shouldn't be an HM. I'm glad. It shouldn't even be a TM, as far as I'm concerned. Where's the Pokech app? For a flashlight. The flashlight? Yeah. I've got a fucking iPhone. It's got a flashlight. How about that? I've had an iPhone for 10 years, and every single version of it has had a flashlight on it. So get on it, Pocatch. Yeah, so I would say that's something they really need to get on. So then Wayward Cave is 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 pretty uneventful. There's not a lot to, to Yeah, do it, it's at least not like, you know, a rock tunnel where you have to deal with it. Like, yeah. you don't have to go through it if you don't want to. And then once we're out, we're kind of on our way to the real heart of this leg you get it yeah hearthome city oh yeah well not really we're in route two it's like the outskirts but there's really only one thing here and it's the berry master oh the berry master did you talk to the berry master yeah he gave me free berry i would love to hear about what he gave you josh um i mean after this break Welcome back, bug catchers. Welcome back, Josh. Welcome back to Experience Share Pokemon Podcast. Hello. When you last heard us, we were exiting Wayward Cave. We are on Route 207. You go south through 207, and there's a little little gully that you go down, and it turns out that gully takes you to the north side of Orboro, which you can now access via the the bike. That's right, and yeah. the muddy paths. And then if you go east from there, you take a little tiny, 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 tiny dip into Mount Coronet. Just get your feet wet. Which I'm to understand is a much bigger set piece in this game, but you're just going through one level, one quick level yeah. of Mount Coronet. Mount Coronet is like the climax. And then once you're through there, you're on the other side, and I think it's Route 208 or 9. I don't remember. 208? Yeah. Who knows, Josh? It's all typical Pokemon stuff. It's all... Grassy fields with wild Pokemon and trainers. And the Berry Master. And the Berry Master. And the Berry Master. You remember that Skittles commercial? Uh, I don't know. No, I guess not. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little <laughs> lad who loves berries and cream. Do you remember that one? <laughs> I do remember the berries and cream Skittles now, and those were delicious. I'm going to make you watch it on mic. Okay? Okay. You tried these berries and cream Starburst? Pardon me, what kind of Starburst did you just say? Oh, Starburst. Uh, berries and, and berries. Berries and what else? And cream. Wait, this is the berry master. Berries and cream. Oh, hurrah. Berries and cream. Berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Wow. This is great. What do you think? I like that someone just uploaded this on August 31st, 2020. <laughs> I know. Click more details. They got like the full fucking credits. This is like someone who's like really entering a new dark stage of derangement <laughs> in the pandemic. <laughs> it's probably somebody who lost their job and they're just trying to be like, I made this commercial. In, in Focus is a curated spotlight series of our favorite <laughs> commercials. Favorite commercials they got the credits here the star is jack fervor is jack fervor the berry master yeah killing it jack oh that was a great ad well you, what, this is a night ads used like, to be what, so much better early 2000s ads used to really mean something huh you used to enjoy watching them go to jackfervor.com he's like a real serious dude he's like a dancer well new york-based writer choreographer and dancer 
His genre-defying performances have been called so extreme that they sometimes look and feel like exorcisms. Yikes. The New Yorker said that. This is the berries and cream guy. Wow. Wow. I, like, want to see this dude act somewhere. I mean, from what I understand, he's just a powerhouse. I'm intrigued. The berry master. I can see his butt in this one picture. Great. Hell of a butt, Jack Ferber. Anyway... That's the berries and cream commercial. Wow. <laughs> I think it was like 2004, maybe 2005. He was on Strangers with Candy. Really? We should, should we have him on the show? I guess he must have used his Starburst uh, berries and cream ad as one of his audition tapes because he got, he was like, oh, Strangers with Candy. I have candy. I'm going to follow him on Instagram and I'm going to, if he follows me back, I'm going to send him a message and be like, will you come on our Pokemon podcast? Um, okay. I think we should have him <laughs> I on. Guess. Anyway, this is now a Jack Fervor. This is a Jack Fervor fan podcast now. Yeah. We'll run out of Pokemon games, so it's a good thing we have a backup. It's the berries and cream guy from that commercial ages ago, but apparently he's a very esteemed choreographer in New York and an actor. And berries and cream were my favorite Starburst, I think. Are they still available? I don't know. I was just looking into that, too. I bet you can get some on like, the black market. They were the best combo. I don't know that I ever had them, to be honest. Like it's a little, it's a little tart. It's a little sweet. Sounds gross. And it's all smooth. Creamy. Starburst. I'm not looking berries for and creamy. Cream. I'm not looking for creamy when I eat a Starburst. Who loves berries and cream? I do. Josh does. You're the berry boy. <laughs> and that's what you did when you went and visited the berry master. I did a little dance, and I asked for my berries, please. Mm-hmm. Give me my berries, please, master. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you get a berry. He gives you weird berries. Yeah, and uh, you get a you get another fucking app in here. Yeah, you get a berry searcher app. That's also great. Main reason I don't even plant them is because I don't want to remember where they are. And berry searcher app tells you where they are. I only plant two kinds of berries: the one that cures poison and the one that cures confusion. Yeah, the confusion one. What is that? Persim, I think. I think confusion is persim. I think that's the best one. Pekka is poison yeah those are definitely the best like non-exotic ones they start getting very obscure those are the only ones i ever plant yeah i mean orin's a joke 10 hit points yeah right <laughs> although i gotta say there was a lot of pokemon we faced off against this week that had like maybe the serious berry or something oh, like citrus, that citrus the 30 hp one which like that that kind of that's like, good that'll sting you yeah. When you think you're winning a battle, they pop one of those. You're like eking out the opponent, and then you get them into the yellow, and now all of a sudden they recover like a third of their health. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? I'd love to get my paws on some citrus berries. I'd plant those. I wandered around here. I did some leveling. I caught some Pokemon, which we will talk about. Well, we can talk about it right now if you want. I don't give a shit. I, I caught nothing in this whole area. No, none of the Pokemon on this leg so far have met Brevander aspiring to be the greatest Pokemon breeder in the world standards. I met up with some buds. It's a pile of Bibarels and fucking Zubats. I met up with some buds on this journey. Do you want to hear about them? Should we just do it now? Why the hell not? Okay. Let's level check. All right. Well, you can start it if you're so anxious to do your level check. Sure. I went through Mount Coronet, which I, I think is where I caught a number of these people, but also someone... Caught these people? Sorry. Met up with my buds. <laughs> they were waiting for you in yeah. a deep, dark cave. I can't quite remember where it happens, but at some point in Eterna City, someone gives you an egg. Yeah. Someone 
They say, please have this Someone gives you an egg. It's classic. Literally wandering around the city and someone like, like your screen freezes and someone walks from off screen. They're like, hey. They just run up to you and tell you your life story because that's what they do in cinema. Please have this egg. Yeah. And I kept it in my inventory because I was like, all right, why not? Maybe this will be something kind of interesting. Yeah, I did too. And it turns out it was something kind of interesting. A man. (laughs) A human man. That hatched from an egg? That hatched from an egg, and his name was Togepi. Oh, my God. Well, sorry. He's called Togepi. His name is Mr. Daniel. Okay. And he's named after at Morganite on Twitter. Thank you, Morganite, for... At Morganite149. Sharing your likeness with my Togepi. Yeah. New drinking buddy on the team, Togepi. He's cool. He's level 25. Togepi seems a little young to be drinking, but... He's got some cool, like synergy moves like i'm start. i don't know if i'm like i'm starting to see through the matrix on these games and like starting to see the the move sets you know i uh, hope so it's only but like taking hundreds of hours of tape and <laughs> games <laughs> i noticed both machop and togepi had these like these kind of beautiful moves that would work well together in like interesting ways and like machops i remember very clearly it's like one thing raises critical like focus energy Focus energy raises critical and something else like has a high crit percentage and like all this other kind of stuff. Roddy chop. I wish I had my Game Boy on me because I could, so I could say what Togepi's like fun moves are. You know, you could just Google Togepi learn set gen four and then go to Pokemon DB. Mm. It's the first result. Mm. That's how you find out what they do. One could do that. Yeah. Let me see if I can remember. So Encore... (laughs) I was excited about Encore because I was like, that's going to drive Josh nuts. Where you, it makes you just keep using the same move. Yeah. It could also be Follow Me, I think is kind of interesting because of the double battles in this. Follow Me, double battles. Where all the attacks are directed at it. Although Togepi is not super buff. Eventually, um, Togetic and... Oh, thank God. Togetic is human. Yeah, I can see that one. Toja Kiss, I don't think so. No, Toja Kiss is not. Toja Kiss is winged. But yeah, he learned some cool he learned some cool moves. And there was some like fun synergy that I, I started to recognize. So we might not need that matchup mayhem music after all. I think I'm starting to figure this shit okay. out. Okay. Uh I'm not gonna not gonna no, box no, it no, quite. I yet. wouldn't yeah, I wouldn't <laughs> ask for a refund or anything. We are only an episode out from when you thought rock was super effective on grass, so yeah 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 so anyway i got a togepi mr daniel level 25 yeah i also in uh mont coronet ran into my buddy mr avales which is chingling okay and it's named after um at m avales underscore on twitter mari avales uh chingling is an interesting guy chingling I didn't know that this was a Pokemon. I'm I'm gonna be honest. It's with a man. You. It's not a. It's not a Pokemon. It's a man. Yeah, uh, yeah. That's why I didn't know. It, I've never seen it in the Pokédex because it's a man. Looks like a bell. Chingling is a man. <laughs> Looks like a big bell. Looks like a bell uh, with a couple of nubby little feet. Yeah. And it, when you when it opens its mouth, it's got a little ringer, like a bell. Like a bell. But it's not a bell. It's a man. And its name sounds like a bell sound. It's a man, and I caught it, okay. and it's psychic type but it learns some um ghost moves which i thought would be useful for the ghost gym that we we're going into this week so i caught it uh, sorry 
invited it on my epic road trip across snow. My guy's called Steve Human. Yeah. My guy's called Steve Human, and he's on an epic road trip across Sinnoh, and he's picking up drinking buddies along the way, and we're getting up and in, uh, getting into some mischief. And Chingling, uh, Mr. Avales, is my latest buddy who I met up with. Right. Also in Mount Cornet, I ran into my friend, Mr. Jorgensen. Okay. Stefan Jorgensen, named after at Stefan NJ on Twitter. Our Norwegian friend. Our Norwegian friend who once taught us how to pronounce our own last names. Yeah. <laughs> Classic vid. And that's that's my Metatite level 26. Okay. Did I say Chingling's level? Level 23. I don't know. And then it's all old favorites. Mr. Overhill's my Machop, level 26. Mr. Schilling is my Graveler, level 28. Jesus. Ms. Applebaum. Still there. And, Ms. and Ms. Applebaum is Badu, <laughs> level 29. No evolution yet for Rosalia? Nah, no, evolution, no evolutions for, for any of these guys. That's rough. Yeah. Chingling, you can't get Chimeco. I'm not going to get Chimeco. Because that's definitely not a man. Metatite could evolve into Metacham. And then Machop, I guess I'll, I can see through to Machoke eventually and Machamp. But like... It's like old hat. I don't know if I want to run a Machamp again. We've, uh, we've done it so many I'm times. I'm so sick of him. I, I'm not even sure about Golem. Do I want Mr. Schilling to get up to a Golem? I don't know. You've run a Golem before. It was cool, but like... It's been done. The golem was surprisingly good. I told you this. This next leg is going to open up a lot of human drinking buddies for Steve Human. Yeah. There might be some new buds we're going to interact with. Yeah. Might be a whole new team by this time next week. Exciting. What about uh, Bree? Maybe next leg you'll see something, but you're at the moment you're going to see largely the same team. Yeah. Bree Vander spends a lot of time raising her Pokemon so that they reach her high the high level of battle-worn yet properly groomed uh, that she requires. Mm-hmm. So she can only capture Pokemon that rich people would want as an exotic pet. She she raises sexy Pokemon. Yeah, they're sexy. Yeah, some of them. Yeah. Yeah. Simba, speaking of, Luxio, mm-hmm. level 25 now. Mm-hmm. And then Bonzo, Monferno, still level 25. Okay. And then Silver, Staravia, 26. Mm-hmm. Scrooge, McSyduck, level 27. Did you say McSyduck? Yeah, McSyduck. Yeah. I'm Psyduck. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Lola Bunny, still here. Buneary, level 20. Notice you're not putting a lot of levels into Buneary. What are you afraid of? Um, I actually was hoping that I would make more progress there, but most of the trainers to fight were all rock. Or yeah, fighting or ghost. Yeah. And all of that is nothing that Baneri can work with. Right. She actually died a couple of times, so I think What are you afraid of, Coward? I think that I, I actually took some hits on the friendship. Evolve Baneri and let me see it. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to get the evolved form of Baneri because Brevander won't let her clients down. But uh mm-hmm. not a good leg for that. Maybe the next leg we'll see a little bit more progress there. We do have a new, uh, someone new has entered the menagerie, though. Bree is going to have, has quite a scheme for this last one. Duchess, the Eevee, level 20. Okay. Duchess is so named because Eevee and its evolutions can either be interpreted as cats or dogs, and foxes occasionally. I would say a fox. I read that Moda Fumi Fujiwara, who was a game designer since Red and Blue and worked on Diamond and Pearl and Platinum as well, 
2018 said that Evie was inspired by vague childhood memories of an unknown creature he encountered in the forest. Squirrel. Though it wasn't based on any distinct animal, Fujiwara mentioned that Evie reminded him of a fluffy cat or dog-like creature. Huh. So we're not getting to any conclusions here. However, Duchess is named after the lead Aristocat in the Aristocats because the Evie is going to be the mother of many, many yeah. beautiful cats and dogs. You said or this at what the uh, have you? You said this at the top of the episode before we started recording. You said that you were essentially gonna send Evie to a breeding farm. Oh yeah, to live a a life of solitude and slavery where she's just pumping out babies. Well, she's going to be well taken care of. At the daycare center in Solacion has excellent facilities. So let me ask you how this works. The breeding center. It's just the daycare center. If but. you drop an EV off there, you can just make more EVs? No, I need to I have to breed the EV with other Pokemon from its egg group. Similar to like your how your egg group is like the humanoids or whatever. Right. Yeah. I have to look for field type egg group. Okay. Which I already have some of them. Like it, it includes Luxio, for example. So if you breed an Eevee and a Luxio, there's a chance that another Eevee will pop out of that? Yeah, if they if they're compatible, then you get more Eevees. You can go for all Eevees if you wanted. Yeah. Huh. That's interesting. There will be some Eevees that she will be raising. That's for sure. How many? I'm not sure. Starting to plan future Pokemon trainers. One of them is called Stevie. <laughs> Yeah. And all he has is Eevees. Yeah. I thought about doing an Eevee, just naming the trainer Eevee also. Yeah. E-V-I-E. That's cool. But I just think it's so involved. And we've run recently an Espeon, an Umbreon, and a Jolteon because of Pokemon Coliseum and Gale of Darkness. So I don't know if I'm going to go if I'm going to go that far, but there's definitely going to be at least one, if not more, Eevee Lucians in my team. Because we got Leafy on and we got Glaceon now. Yeah. And I want to see those in action. I like that little fairy uh, Eevee that comes eventually. When When is fairy Eevee? Yeah, it's fairy type, which is introduced in Gen 6. Maybe Stevie will make an appearance during uh, whatever gen that is. That's your team, Bree Vander's team. That's Steve Human's team. Not super exciting yet. But now we're headed into Hearth Ohm City. Hearth Ohm. Hartholm City is a big city, and there's a yeah. lot going on here, and there's a lot of big buildings. It's a bustling city. Uh, somebody in the town told me that it's rated Sinnoh's number one place to live by uh, Town and Sinnoh magazine. That that stuff always feels pretty loaded to me. Number one place to live. It seems pretty biased. Feels loaded, doesn't it? What are, what are the fucking like categories? Yeah. There's no way it's number one for everyone. Right. It is n- number one for BB who's the first person I encountered, at least. Yeah, you go into Bibi's house. She lives next to the Pokemon Center. And yeah. that's where Brevender got her Eevee, which is also Joshi's sweetie. I feel like we kind of already covered it, yeah. but I didn't think Eevee's made it uh, onto the list before, and... Uh, Evie's going to play a prominent role in this game. And also, there just wasn't a lot of shit for Brie Van Der to work with on this leg. It, ugly. You just said last week, like, uh, you're going to have such a hard time finding you make me barf Pokemon this yeah. gen. All the Pokemon are so beautiful. Can I admit something to you? Um, Yeah. When BB offered me an Eevee, BB Eevee, is that a thing? Well, maybe. 
Um, BB Eevee. I genuinely went to Bulbapedia and looked it up, and I was like, are any of the Eevee evolutions human? How? You know (laughs) that they all have four legs. You thought there was secretly an Eevee-lution that has two legs? One of them is bipedal, and it's fleshy. They all have tails, too. It's called, like, Manion. (laughs) And he has, like, he's bipedal and covered in, in flesh and has dread, you know? can experience dread so no it turns out none of the none of the eevee evolutions are human so i um did not accept the eevee you let her keep it yeah keep that baby eevee bb i moved on josh to amity square i'm curious for steve human's thoughts about amity square were you even allowed in there (laughs) they were like sir you can't wear a tank top in here (laughs) it's sort of a sophisticated promenade and i was like oh i thought this was america i thought this was Sinnoh." <laughs> and like saw myself out <laughs> um no i i i didn't do much in in um amity square amity square's thing is it's like a gated park yeah and you can only bring out pokemon that they think are cute and like dignified right so this was brie vendor's fucking she went hog wild in here yeah strolling with buneary got some weird comments about that one and then psyduck uh monferno everybody they picked up items we had a nice walk it was beautiful yeah i think the only eligible pokemon i had on my team at that time was piplup who is still my hm friend oh but you can't take mr hilliard into a venue like that not mr hilliard hell no oh <laughs> we're gonna get kicked out of that place <laughs> add I'll it to the you. list yeah yeah they're very selective with the pokemon they'll invite in there it's like a cool park and you just get a bunch of items yeah you just get a bunch of items which are like cool and unique and like yeah and a lot of them are accessories for yeah uh, they're they're fashion items contests well and speaking of contests the big contest hall is in Hearthome. yeah and if you try to go to the gym as i did you were told that you can't because Fantina is, isn't at the gym. She's at the contest hall. So you head over there. You hear about the Poffins. They're like, you got any Poffins? Like, no. What does that mean? God, it's basically berry mixing, which yeah, we it's, learned it's about in, in Hoenn, right? But like yeah. for some reason, it's Poffins now. Now it's Poffins. And it sounds like drugs. Poffin house sounds shady. Yeah. So you go into the Pokemon Contest Center sure enough fantina is there and you you interact with her and she's like i hope you enjoy the contests and then leaves she's hanging out with your mom what is this (laughs) and then you can do a contest it's got visual contests acting contests which is the move one and then dance contests which is dance dance revolution yeah i failed at all three the visual contest is you have to accessorize your pokemon with all these accessories that you're picking up and then that will be judged by like you know cuteness or coolness or toughness or whatever yeah acting is sort of like what happened in gen 3 where it's like you have to pick moves yeah and then the dance last one is button pushing right it still sucks it still sucks yeah it's still totally impenetrable it's still completely confusing to figure out it's not fun it's not interesting yeah i'm never doing it again (laughs) i'm i'm gonna give it more of a try than I normally would because Brie Van Der is interested in the contest, but I think my problem too is that the prizes you get are self-serving. 
like even if you're the grand whatever it is like the grandmaster like contest winner all that you get are like more accessories right you don't get a master ball or something right they're just more things that you use in the contest themselves well you could get some poffins and poffins <laughs> yeah which improve your like fur on the coat on your pokemon or like right they the they sheen. up your stats like if you do a spicy poffin mix it, it ups your coolness factor so you're you can like win the cool contest i don't know it sucks it's it still sucks not compelling enough yeah nah the other big landmark here is the cathedral <laughs> the turkey <laughs> which there's i looked inexplicably up. a church there's like a gothic church here and i and you go inside <laughs> and it's like everyone is literally talking about like god god it's so morbid it's weird people are like all I know, know are either joy or sadness, and there's nothing in between. They're all just like in some kind of existential crisis. Like someone's like crying about his dad who's died, and like, yeah, it's a crisis. They're all nihilists. It's an existential crisis in yeah. this church. I looked it and up. It's on... never explained. No, it doesn't have a sign. Nothing happens in there. Nothing there's happens no, in there. no items. You don't. There's no side quest. There's just a fucking church here. I looked it up on Bulbapedia. It's not referred to as a church or a cathedral. It's referred to as the foreign building. What? And what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> like foreign? What do you mean it's the like foreign building from some other like like universe. What does that mean? Foreign building. No one ever says why it's called this. It's so weird. It's just like it's so confusing. <laughs> I mean, it's got stained glass. It literally just looks like a cathedral, and then they're calling it a foreign building foreign building respectfully no music can be heard in it well okay. that's true there is no music being played inside i guess it fits with the sino being the land of myths thing maybe that's why they did it the last main landmark here is hearth ohm jim home of fantina who's back who's back baby the gimmick here is it's dark it's a ghost type gym where there's little symbol plates on the ground and you've got a flashlight and you need to use your flashlight to illuminate it so you can see which door to go through. And if you go through the wrong door, you get kicked back to the beginning. If you go through the right door with the right symbol, you advance on. Um, and there are ghost type trainers throughout. Yeah. And that was another change. They updated that for platinum. I guess in diamond and pearl, when you hit it in the, as the fifth gym, it's just one of those standard, like you answer some questions. Oh, really? I thought the gimmick was pretty cool, the the flashlight gimmick. Yeah, it reminded me of like a Mario Party like mini game where you're trying to like use the flashlight to find the boo. Yeah. I kind of wish like that is what Flash was. Like Flash sucks and the dark cave sucks. Cool. But like what if That'd it's like fun. a flashlight and like everything is sort of semi transparent and like the random battles are like you accidentally shining your flashlight on wild Pokemon or trainers. That would be much more realistic. Why not just do that? You've already got the mechanics. You've already built it out for this gym. Flashlights are canon. So why not just bring that into a cave? Yeah, bring it into a cave. That's a freebie, Pokemon company. Make your way through. I struggled. Not going to lie. Didn't have anything that was super well equipped for Ghost. This one's tough. One of these fucking Pokemon had like Shadow Ball, and Shadow Ball would just kill all my Pokemon in one hit. Yeah, Miss Magius. Miss Magius had it. It's. I mean, Duskull, I think. A lot of them did. It killed Metatite in one hit. Shadow killed, Ball was devastating. Like, it killed Graveler in one hit, oftentimes. Yeah. God, it's. It, this one was hard. Killed Machop in one hit. I had to go back and heal a couple of times. Yeah, it was tough, but I eventually got through it because I just had to fucking grind. I just went out and used the Versus Seeker and started 
grinding and training and eventually beat the the gym. You did have higher levels, yeah. Can we talk about the gym trainer, Fantina? Yeah, this French woman. She's French. She's like Euro trash. She reads as French. Yeah, she talks about like being from elsewhere and has like a French accent. And she's very into fashion. And like... She dresses like a Drifloon. <laughs> you notice that? I guess that's true. She's wearing a, a purple dress with like a little yellow X on Can it. Can I just say it? So many fucking Drifloons in this section. I hate that thing. So many Drifloons. And let's talk about Drifloon. It's my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. Okay. And does that make Fantina an You Make Me Barf also? Yeah, I think it's gross that she dresses like a Drifloon. I didn't like her attitude either. There's nothing specifically wrong with Drifloon visually. It's a balloon. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But there is something specifically wrong with... A, Drifloon's Pokedex description. Okay. Um, Do you want me to read it to you? Go on. Yeah. Let me pull it up. It's confusing that it has like hearts dangling from it and it's a ghost. Yeah. Playing. Yeah. There's a lot. It's confusing. I think it's just very confusing. There's a lot that's confusing about it. (laughs) Here are the the Pokedex descriptions for Drifloon. Okay. Diamond. A Pokemon formed by the spirits of people and Pokemon. It loves damp, humid seasons. Okay. Pearl. Why is that thrown on? It tugs on the hands of children to steal them away. However, it gets pulled around instead. Uh, Platinum. Because of the way it floats aimlessly, an old folktale calls it a signpost for wandering spirits. Okay. It's fucked up, right? Yeah. But let me tell you about two moves it knows. None of those sound good. <laughs> None of those sound good. Let me tell you about two moves it knows Okay. that it, it released on me. The first was called Swallow. Yuck. Right. Okay. The second yeah. was called Spin Up. Yuck. What What are we doing here, Pokemon? That is disgusting. What are we doing here, the Pokemon company? Why did you give this balloon two moves called Swallow and Spit Up? The second I saw those, I was like, what? That's disgusting. It's so gross. <laughs> I th- Yeah. Why does it know those moves? How is it swallowing all of these things, spitting things up? It doesn't have a mouth. Stockpiling? What? It doesn't have any space to stockpile. Yeah. I don't like it. Swallow heals it. Yeah, and then spit up does spits it out and does damage. And they both work off stockpile. So like it can sit and do stockpiles, which increases the like potency of its other moves. So it can like sit and do stockpile for four turns, which also de- increases its special defense. That's super obnoxious. And then it can like release a, a swallow, which does extra healing or a spit up, which does extra damage depending on the number of stockpiles it's done. So right. I, that's kind of cool. I like that that little little bit of metagaming happening there, but I hate yeah. that the moves are called swallow and spit up. And it's obnoxious to like deal with it while it's doing that. It's just yeah. like swallowing constantly. And then you're just <laughs> sitting there. <laughs> So gross. What a gross Pokemon. I hated Drifloon. It's my You Make Me Barf Pokemon of the Week. It would make a good drinking buddy, though. Too bad it's uh, not a human. Well, no, it's not a human. It's a balloon. (laughs) But it's made of souls of humans, seemingly. But it's not bipedal. Fantina may think that she has good taste in clothes, but she does not have good taste in Pokemon. She's got a Drifloon. Her minions had the Drifloons. She just has a Duskull. Oh, yeah. yeah a yeah, Haunter yeah. and a Miss Mad... Miss Mad... Miss Magis. Miss Magius, yeah. Miss Magis. 
But she's dressed like a Drifloon. You have to admit she's dressed, dressed like a Drifloon. Yeah, she's a big Drifloon fan. The little yellow X that's, like, holding up her dress is definitely a Drifloon thing. Yeah. And her little, like, buns that look like balloons. And she doesn't have one for some reason. But she doesn't have one. You know why? Too gross. She's like, I'm the Drifloon. Ugh, I'm just now remembering Duskulls. Will-O-Wisp is such an annoying move. Yeah. Because, like, it burns you no matter what, even if you're, like, a graveler. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, how are you burning a rock? I got lucky with that one. I didn't know who was going to come up first. And I like, I had Psyduck up front because I was hoping she would have like the Haunter and then it would be super effective with Confusion. Yeah. But it was Duskull and then it used Will-O-Wisp, but it missed. And then I used Disable on that fucking crap. But I, I had significant losses here. She's tough. I got like Haunter down, but Confusion didn't one hit KO it. Haunter's also got Hypnosis, which sucks. Puts you to sleep. All three of her Pokemon are levitate, so like you can't even do ground moves on them because I still have Graveler. Right. But like none of that shit's effective. Although Rollout still works. Yeah, that would be decent actually. Uh, but then Shadow Claw, or uh, sorry, um, Shadow Ball, the Miss Miss. I think Haunter has Shadow Claw too, and that Miss killed Magius. Uh, Shadow Ball just like Luxio destroyed me. Yeah, that was a one. It was a fucking one hit KO on my Monferno somehow. Shadow Ball is like a impossible to understand move. Well, it's great. I mean, it's it's like the best ghost move. I think. Beat Fantina. Get the relic badge. Yeah, we can use Defog, which we don't have yet. And then TM65 Shadow Claw. Right. Pretty good. So Fantina's defeated. This leg of the journey is defeated. That is our episode this week, Bug Catchers. That's it. Picked up a few new buds on my epic road trip across Sinnoh. Mm-hmm. Sounds like you got some. You didn't get any yeah, exotic new, new pets this week. But I got one. You got one, and she's a sweetie. One that will become mini. Living up to your name. Yeah. Breeder. In this next leg, I believe we will unlock the breeding aspect of Breevander. Looking forward to it, Josh. I wouldn't mind mm. breeding with no bun buneary buneary wait isn't buneary the not how you want the lo- you want low punny low punny <laughs> uh anyway that's been experience share pokemon podcast my name as always has been tanzor aka tanner green ring and i'm joined as always by my co-host miss magiosh aka Joshua Fielstead. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. It really does help us rise through the rankings and become yes. the most powerful Pokemon podcast. The very best. On Apple Music. Like no cast ever was. Or Apple Podcasts, rather. And then please and do Stitcher and follow the show on all the stuff that you followed on. Fucking all of them. Stitcher, Overcast, all that kind of junk. And then if you do the social media and or you want to try to get in Steve Human's ragtag crew. Yeah, still plenty of open slots. Although I will say this gimmick is proving quite popular, and yeah, a lot of got people have quite a lot. We got said, a long list. Let me be on Steve's team. So I started to you, you'll you will get a DM from me, and I will ask you if I can use your name and what your name is. If I, I've selected you, if I haven't selected you, it's not because I don't like you. It's just because like a lot of people have tweeted about the show, but. There's still a chance, so please keep doing uh, tweets about it. And that's at expsharepod on Twitter. And then Instagram is also at expsharepod. You can talk about us on Instagram, too. Yeah. That's fair game. And it's organic, organic promotion. 
Yeah, so all you people who are like, I'm only tweeting about this, so Tanner will name a Pokemon after me. Guess what? DQ'd. That doesn't count. DQ'd. You're on the shit list. (laughs) Well, we love all of our fans. Well, we do love all of you. Uh, And then check out the subreddit, reddit.com slash bugcatchers, where our moderator, Mike Levine, friend of the pod, friend of real life friend, (laughs) is doing a uh, little bit of a, like, bracket. Yeah. We have lots of people following along with, uh, playing along with us, and there's level checks for the community. There's uh, trainers of the week, and uh, we go in there occasionally. I post show notes. I don't. <laughs> I go in there. Merch is on the way. We've got some beautiful designs from Bugcatcher John and Bugcatcher Matthew, but we just need to uh, get our shit together. Yeah, I, I think we just have to get our shit together. <laughs> um, so keep an eye out for that. In the meantime, thank you for joining us, Bugcatcher. Thank you for joining me, Josh. I will see you next week when we are headed to Veilstone City, and we will be joined by a special guest. Oh, yeah. The infamous Gringus D returns. David Sims will be joining us next week. Yeah. We've got a few other guests planned this season, too. So get amped. Some returning favorites, some newbies who uh, we think you guys will love. So And... We will be battling, although we've we've decided because the results did end up favoring random battles. Yes. We did flip a coin, but we got tails, so we didn't battle. But we decided that we are going to do a hybrid where yeah. during Gym 4, the, the midpoint, and Gym 8, the, the end of the game, we will... And whenever we have guests, too. Battle. In general. And we will set a level cap for those. So next yeah. week, it'll be a level 32 level cap headed into Veilstone City in our battle with... Gringus T. Yeah. But otherwise, it'll just be a coin flip and capless. Chaos. Let's all ride the derecho. Chaos. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you for joining me, Josh. Thank you for joining me, Buck Catchers. I will see you next week. Goodbye. Smell you later.